0: Hey, my friend, this is Mark Delaney with the Purpose Mastermind Podcast. Thanks for listening into this. I hope wherever you're at, you're having a great day, and hopefully you and I can just kind of have a conversation with each other via this podcast. So this morning, I was with a group of people at a Denny's having a conversation about confidence. And it was based upon someone I heard recently talk about confidence, and this person said, I... I get my confidence from three different places. One is he said his faith. And as we talked about it this morning, we talked about how faith gives someone a a worldview from which to frame their life. Um, I, I think that a biblical worldview solves a thousand confusions, probably more than a thousand confusions. Because your faith forms this worldview or this uh, anchor of thinking that enables you to function in this world. Without some kind of anchor of thought, if we look at our lives and everything about our life, where does a person go? What do we do with ourselves? There's got to be an anchor of belief in us that gives us, um, things like purpose, um, that gives us something called wisdom, understanding for how to function in life. I just can't imagine without the element of faith. And for me, it's a, it's I, I, for me, it's a biblical worldview, this faith, it's this understanding that God's design provides for humanity that actually works for our real lives. Without that, to ponder a human being's life where all we do is just decide for ourselves what life is, to decide for ourselves what we are. Wow. I don't know how anyone has any kind of, um, Uh, confidence that works without the anchor of biblical worldview. The second thing he said about confidence, he said, I get my confidence um, from the associations I have with people. In other words, his relationships give him confidence in his life. And I think this is powerful at this uh group this morning I mentioned this to the men at the table and uh one man said you know I don't really allow for that in my life that kind of uh benefit because I'm I don't I don't open up and I thought that was very interesting that he said that and I asked him I said open up about what and I had a reason for why I asked that question because oftentimes especially in um, maybe faith-based groups or in some type of self-development type groups, we often talk about opening up about our problems, open up about your secrets, your past, your habits. And that is a valid thing. But I asked him, when I asked him, open about what? I was wondering what he was going to say. What he said was, I don't open up with like the goals I have and the things I want to accomplish. And that was such a great answer. And the question I asked the guys at the table was, and I'll ask you this question, is it more important for us to open up with people about our personal problems? Or is it more important that we open up with people about the goals and dreams of our life. Obviously, I think maybe they're equally important. Maybe they're equally important. Because if a person is not pursuing the dreams of their life, I think it's very difficult to face any problems in your life. I'll say that again. If a person is not pursuing the dreams of their life and what they're made for, how does a person have the motivation to face any problems in their life? I I personally, I think that the best relationships that help build confidence is with people in my life that I can share my problems with you, but you ask me about my dreams. My best relationships are people I can share my problems, but that person doesn't like lose their perspective on who I am. They don't look at me differently because I have a weakness. The people that my favorite people are the people I can share my problems with and share my dreams with. That is what I would call opening up. Vulnerability is oftentimes spoken of as being you need to open up about your fears, and that is true, but it's also about opening up about your dreams. Frankly, there are people in my life, I can't tell them my dreams because their response could diminish them. Think about it. This is, why, this is why being vulnerable is so hard. It's because the people that you share your dreams or your problems with have great capability of changing what you think about yourself. Your level of courage is greatly impacted by the, the people in your life. I told people just recently, I said, you know, I'll be honest with you the people in my life that believe in me are such a big part of anything I've ever done for good. And I asked them after saying that honest statement, I said, does that make me weak? One of my friends looked at me and he said, no, that's how we all are. That's what makes us human. And so I also said this to those men. I'll say this to you. If I'm around people that treat me like I'm a butterfly and look at me like I'm a butterfly, I will fly. But if I'm around people that treat me like I'm a caterpillar, then I will crawl. And I think this is the reality for most of us. And this isn't a weakness. As human beings, I believe it's the design of God that we have powerful impact on each other. We have powerful impact on each other. This is a core fundamental of the design of God. It's not just that we know each other, but it's that our lives actually impact each other. So confidence, number one, faith, number two, our associations, and number three, I think it was Ed Milet I was listening to, he said, I base my my, uh, confidence on my intentions, not the results. I thought that was fascinating. He said something like this. I have intentions that are good. My intentions are to help people. My intentions are in the right place. And because of that, I can be bold and confident in what I'm doing, even if the results aren't always there. And I think that's powerful. I think that's incredibly powerful because it's so easy to base our confidence on our results And the ripple effect becomes this, when my confidence goes down, I then begin to function and think like someone I was not made to be. Here's an example. As a parent, you've got to be confident in your intentions because the results are never perfect. They're never perfect. If you look at a grading system, all of us as parents are about a 71% and we're living about a 71% life. We're not, we're not, we're not perfect. We're far from perfect. And think about the people, the the kids in our life, our own children, they're about a 71%. Maybe they get straight A's in school, but as a human, they're about a C minus like everybody else. If I base my confidence on the results I will lose confidence and then I'll become a man who struggles to lead my kids same goes with marriage marriage is not this thing that's this perfect existence it's not this thing that you perfect uh control so there are, there are times in your relationship where maybe Maybe your your spouse is struggling in some way. Maybe they're having a down day or um, maybe a down week. You can look at that and think, oh man, I'm not a good person. I'm failing at this. Our confidence can go down because of the results that we see. When our confidence goes down, this is when we think and behave in such a way that we actually do undermine what we're trying to do in our life or with a relationship. Same with business endeavors. If you're trying to do something uh, with a business, you're trying to build something, we can't control the results, but we can have right intentions and give our very best. If, if my confidence is only in the results, my confidence will always be hanging by a thread. And whenever the results aren't what I think they should be, then my confidence takes a hit. And when my confidence takes a hit, then my life takes a hit. So confidence is such an important component into how we live our life. The problem is, that we find confidence in the wrong things, then our confidence is doomed to be lost. And after we lose confidence, that is when we function in a way that we actually do cause a ripple effect of harm to our life endeavors. We might instead just need to have the confidence to get help from someone if the results of my life aren't working out, I may want to quit when actually maybe what I need to do is just get some help. I talked to a man recently on a phone call and his life is kind of a mess. It's a mess. He's got a wife, kids, and, but I told him, I said, you know, your life is messed up, but you aren't. You are not messed up. And the reason I said that is, first of all, it's, it's true. Like he's a good man. He's got good intentions. He just needs some help. And in the conversation, he kind of clarified something about his own self. He basically was all. The conversation was said and done. He said, "You know, I just don't know how to use the keys." We were using this metaphor of keys, and one key is his wife, one key is his child, one key is his other child, one key is his work, and and he was he was realizing that his problem is he do, just doesn't know how to use the keys. So he can have confidence in who he is even while he needs help with his competence. The average person does not need to have more competence first, probably need to have more confidence first, and a a raise in confidence then makes it much easier to be able to raise one's competence. So once again, this three legged stool to building a healthy confidence and just living with a confidence. One is your faith and, and the cho- the choice of believing in this worldview, this way of thinking that you order your life around. Number two, associations with people. Having people in your life that you can share not just problems with, but share the your dreams with. And number three, building confidence because you know your intentions are in the right place. If a person has the the right intentions, they can live boldly, even though sometimes the results aren't quite there. My friend, thank you for listening in today. I remind you that your life has a purpose and you can, and you must know that purpose and you can be set free from anything that's holding you back from living it out boldly. Now go take on the day.